0: welcome back to the datapreneur podcast this year we have great plans and we hope you continue watching the show and learn something new each episode today we have with us dr prashanth the Founder and Managing Principal at DBP Institute. Among other things, he is an expert council member at the Forbes Technology Council, the author of two popular data science books, and an adjunct professor at the IE Business School in Madrid. His work has been published in MIT Sloan Management Review, CFO University, and Forbes. He completed his MBA in Strategy and Finance from the Northwestern University. So let's get started and learn about Dr. Prashant's experience of working with data for over 10 years and for some amazing companies. So now we've been talking a little about the business side of data, but let's say someone wanted to learn about getting into the field of data science, there's so many fields inside data, it's a vast field. So uh, how, would, how would one begin learning about data in today's time?
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is an interesting thing which, uh, which many people might be surprised with my answer. Uh, everybody is running behind the, the shiny object, which is data science, and posting courses on Python, on Tableau, and Power BI, and so on and so forth. I'm not disputing that. That's one way of looking at things. And the work there is very little. People talk about ML too, but ML is like running, is like playing like Virat Kohli, for example. You can't play overnight like Virat Kohli. You need to play gully cricket, then play club cricket, then play Ranji Trophy, and only then you can play like Virat Kohli. Just by seeing how Virat Kohli is playing doesn't mean that you are ready for that, right? So it all has to go step by step. Before you can sprint, you need to run, before you can run, walk, walk, before you can crawl, all those things. So the first thing I would say is look at your business and look at the early stages in the data life cycle. So focus on data capture technologies, learn how it works Good idea about how the data is actually captured in businesses. Understand about ERP. Understand about ECM and so on and so forth. Next number two is understand about the data integration technologies because nobody gives in the in the real world nobody gives you good quality data in a platter. So you need to work very hard to get good quality data. So understand the data engineering technologies, which could be on MDM, which could be on ETL, which could be on um, the EAI. Enterprise service bus, so on and so forth, and then of course there is uh, there is the data analytics or data science techniques, uh, all those things, whether it's descriptive, predictive, prescriptive, and uh, and so on. So I would start uh, the career anybody's career from the first part of the analytics lifecycle, which is data capture, rather than straight away jumping into learning Python and then say, okay, I know Python now, but where is the data? There's no data. So that means there's no point in uh, having an amazing car if, if you are not able to find out the fuel for that, right? So so, so if you, you, there's no, Python is like an engine and data is like petrol. So you need a petrol to run your car.
0: So you're saying people should, uh, instead of diving right into the engine part how learning Python for data science and whatever, they should first learn how to capture data. So uh, I think that comes from practical experience or is there a theoretical way also to learn about how to capture data?
1: You no, know, but most of whether it's in India or whether it's in Canada, uh, the what, what people learn in schools is, is a very small part of what what is required in the industry? So most of the things which I have learned is in the industry. But at the same time, I was learning, uh, constantly updating myself from uh, from the certifications, from degrees, and and all those uh, things as uh, as well. So you need both of them uh, together. But most of the time, it's going to be the it's going to be the in the industry you learn most of the things so uh, in the school you have to Im- improve your communication skills uh, you have to understand the big picture be
0: flexible and all those things so. <laughs> right so um yeah what are some other skills that are required that or that distinguish a data scientist from a people so it can be technical or non-technical skills
1: yeah the biggest thing is not about Python, it's not about Power BI. The first important thing, important skill that is required for a data scientist or anybody is to work with people. People skills are the number one. So I will do projects, collaborate with other colleagues, so on and so forth. So people skills are number one. Next number two is communication. So when I talk about communication, it's listening, talking, reading, um, the writing, all those things. So communication is the number two skill to have. And the third thing is is technical skills. So in that order, uh, which I would say, so working with people Excellent communication skills. I think if you work well, if you are able to have a good knack of working with people and uh, and have a great communication skills, almost like ninety percent of the battle is won. So the remaining ten percent is all about business, technology, all those things.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good answer. I agree with most of it. So I agree with all of it, of course. So the first part of uh, working with people, it's important in every field, but I think in data science especially, because uh, no no one works in the entire data field. Someone's a data engineer, someone visualizes the data. So you need to know how to collaborate with each other. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. So um after data capturing, then what's the process? What should you learn about uh, after that?
1: So after that, let's take uh, data capture, for example. Let's take one of the important technologies in that area is, is ERP and the and common product, uh, popular product that is SAP ERP. So once you have a good idea about SAP, uh, SAP is a vast uh, field. Let's assume that you have spent about five years in SAP and you have some idea about that. But in many uh, companies, for example, not all activities happen in SAP. So there are other uh, places also where uh, data capture is happening, like it's happening in trading, in HR, and so on and so forth. So if somebody wants to know the complete cost of how the business is run, you need to get the, the procurement cost from SAP. You need to get the HR or employee-related cost or labor-related cost from the HR system, and you need to get the, all the commodity cost from trading, for example. So you have to bring all the different uh, data sources together, which is uh, which is called data engineering. So uh, if, if you are not, able, not uh, a good developer in uh, building the data pipelines, so at least have a high-level picture about the different integration mechanism, learn about how APIs work, how the API is being called, what is the protocol here, uh, the, how does master data play a role here, uh, how does the USB architecture is designed, so on and so forth and then we start with uh, the next step would be about learning about the data analysis uh, techniques whether it's on reporting dashboarding or even python and regression so on and so forth so i would start uh, start with that
0: right hey, so yeah. um As you mentioned before we talked about this, you said some of the skills in the Western world that are required aren't exactly like the basic ones that they can outsource it to. So what do you think is the most important? Like what should someone learn uh, to be able to solve that problem of being able to provide strategies and business decisions to companies?
1: So can you repeat it again, uh, Utkarsh So are you saying that what are the skills required to build to provide strategic solutions to clients?
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, so the, the first thing that is required is a uh, unders- good understanding of the business. So uh, say, for example, if I had to go and uh, and give services to Exxon Mobil, for example, of course, I don't know about much about Exxon Mobil, but I should be having a good understanding of the industry, the oil and gas industry. So that's uh, that's the first aspect that is required. And of course, you know what ExxonMobil while well you once you get into the company, once you are working with other people as a consultant, you'll get to know more about the challenges and company and everything. Next number two is about your data, digital data analytics skills. So you should be knowing what. What data can do and what data can't do. Uh, so it's not that all the problems can be solved uh, with uh, data. Uh, so that's another thing. Know about the limitations of digital technologies and uh, and uh, so on and uh, and so forth. And and again, uh, the last thing to know about is about is also about uh, your uh, uh, what do you say? about people skills communication skills and all those things that's also equally important customer service for for example say be, be providing them a nice service and all those things so that's also equally important when it comes to strategy and the strategy is basically what is ultimately strategy it's all about finding different choices and helping the clients select the best choice so that's ultimately strategy. So we need to give different options to the client because they are coming to you because they lack some skills. That's why they're coming to you as an external, uh, external company. So they say they provide these services to. Uh, pra- we are coming to you because we need help. And your job is to give them different options. Just like when you're going to the car dealer and, uh, and say, I want to buy a car. So what he says, hey, look, I have uh, Suzuki. I have a uh, uh, Swift uh, Desire here. I have Maruti 800. I have uh, Alto, all the different cars, right? Depending on the needs. So your job is pretty much give different options and lay out the pros and cons of different options so that you, together with the client, select the best course of action. Action for the client, right. so that's about strategy.
0: <laughs> so, I also wanted to talk about uh, your contribution to data literacy because that's another important thing. A lot of people don't know where their data is going. So, I'm talking about the general people here. So, um, why do you think that people aren't literate about data yet, and how can we go about changing that?
1: Okay, so one of the uh, one of the biggest competition to data in, the, in in decision making is your gut feeling, is your intuition. So why people don't rely on data because they believe that uh, the the data quality, of course, the data quality is poor, and that's the uh, that's helping them push towards intuition or their gut feeling. So uh, if the, and how do you improve the data quality? By building education, by building awareness of data quality and so on. So overall, if the data literacy in the company is low, People rely on gut feeling, their intuition, so on and so forth. Okay, I I have the loudest voice in the company, so my, my opinion is the right one, rather than just relying on data and so on and so forth. So data literacy is the most important thing if companies have to get value out of data. Of course, there is data quality that is required, there is technology, so on and so forth. But where do you start first? It's about education. So, if the education levels in the company about data is very low, the company you can't have a data uh, a strategy to live uh, to convert data into a business asset.
0: I was reading one of your articles about uh, empowering citizen data scientists for analytic success. So, uh, could you talk a little about that article? Yeah.
1: So, uh, you know, ultimately, the reason. <laughs> So we are building a a data scientist community. But in my view, a better strategy would be to build citizen data scientists. That means people who are closer to business and data are the ones who are best positioned to derive insights from data and convert them into actions and business results. Because they're closer to data, they're closer to uh, business. So today, every company is a data company. And every person is a data person, whether you are a teacher, whether you're a physician, an engineer, a banker, accountant, uh, whoever you are, you are a data person. You need to know some basic skills about data management. So that's why the citizen data scientist is crucial to make that, uh, make that happen.
0: So uh, what exactly is a citizen data scientist?
1: it is a citizen data scientist is a person from within the business uh, who is who has the right skills to derive insights from data like for example you are a finance manager but you are also a data scientist so that means you are a citizen data scientist so you don't have to rely on somebody sitting in a head office a data scientist sitting in an head office and say hey please channel data please turn out insights from me. So you don't have to depend on that. If you have the right skills and capabilities. So if you have the right skills and capabilities, you can derive those insights yourself. And, and also, since you are closer to business and data, you can quickly turn those insights into actions and results.
0: Right. So basically, everyone in the company, or like at least large, people, a number of people in the company should have the basic skill sets required to be able to take analysis from data and generate insights from it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You bet. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm positioning. Uh, uh, I'm pushing for it. I'm a strong supporter of citizen data scientists. So my course, which is uh, which is 30 hours course on uh, uh, data analytics for business results. So last year, approximately 3,000 people or still till last year, about 3,000 people were trained. So I'm looking to train more and more people on this 30 hour course on citizen data scientists, so that we have more and more citizen data scientists to do it. So if, if people are trained on this 30 hour course, so almost 98% of the use cases can be solved by them. So there are a few use cases which require sophisticated computer science, statistics, machine learning skills. So but majority of it the people in the business themselves can solve it and then you for those remaining two percent you rely on experts experts like phd in computer science phd in mathematics so on and so forth
0: right so um data has obviously changed a lot of the businesses today there are businesses built purely on data so what do you think is the future for the field of data science
1: Uh, this where this field will continue to grow. So today, if you look at the top five companies in the world in terms of market capitalization, they are all data-centric companies. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Google, and everybody, uh, and many more. They're all data-centric companies. Even companies which which are not purely data companies are also relying on data for for better business results. For example, in the COVID world, Moderna came up with the vaccine so quickly. How did they do that? It's because they relied more on data and analytics to, to make it happen. So every company today is looking at data and, and, and analytics for better business results. So when I was working in GE, we used Lean Six Sigma. But the spirit was the same use data to get insights and to make better business results. So today people are talking about analytics and data science and ML and everything. The spirit is still the same. Use data, get insights, use those insights and convert into business results. So 15 years down the line, there could be some other name, I don't know. But But the spirit will still be the same. Get data to run your business better. So the future is going to be data for sure. More and more companies are going to capture data. So the amount of data that is captured, that was created from dawn of civilization to 2003 is less than the amount of data we created from 2003 to 2018. And they say by 2025, we are going to, the amount of data is going to double every eight hours. So this is what things are going on. So the future is going to be data centric.
0: Right. So those were all the questions I had. Uh, thank you so much for answering them. And I personally learned so much. I'm sure the audience will benefit as well. That concludes the review with Dr. Prashant. Stay tuned for some exciting questions and I will see you soon.